Welcome everyone and you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and now let's get started. It took almost no time for the conspiracy theories to emerge. Coronavirus was engineered by the U.S. military. It's an evil plot devised by Bill Gates to enforce mass vaccination and control us. It was caused by 5G mass broadcasting electromagnetic waves. Those are just some of the theories out there, but I can assure you that they are all wrong and that there are banks and banks of facts to back up their falsehood. Conspiracy theorists have existed for decades now, but in recent years they've become more prominent and their beliefs more mainstream. Recent data from the PEW Research Center suggests that a third of Americans believe coronavirus was created in a lab. In 2018, a study out of Cambridge found that 60% of people in Britain believe in at least one conspiracy theory. And now, with the spread of coronavirus and the subsequent economic fallout, it feels that more people than ever are giving credence to wild theories. So today on Punchline, I'm going to explain why strange times invite conspiratorial thinking and how to combat it when you see it in action. Conspiracy theories are about comfort. Few people imagined a global pandemic would infect millions around the world in just a few months, killing hundreds of thousands of people and ravaging economies. Conspiracies can provide a sense of security in a time of crisis. With our health, lives, and jobs unpended, maybe many are feeling unsettled and looking for answers. Jovan Byford, a senior psychology lecturer at the Open University whose research focuses on shared beliefs and conspiracy theories, says, quote, conspiracy theories derive their appeal from the fact that they can be comforting. And this may seem counterintuitive as at first sight, there is little that is comforting in the tale of people seeking to cause harm to the public and destroy nations, economies, and um, establish order. But what these theories do is provide a sense of control, end quote. In times of war, social and political crises, and pandemic, our social machinery breaks down. The available ways of making sense of the world often seem inadequate. By contrast, conspiracy theories paint a world that is ordered with what appears to be a clear path forward. Quote, All that is needed is for the conspiracy to be exposed and its architects eliminated, and the world would go back to normal. End quote. Byford explains. While people who feel anxious may be drawn to conspiracy theories to find answers and reduce their anxiety, this strategy doesn't actually work, says Karen Douglas, a professor of social psychology at the University of Kent. She says, quote, People seem to turn to conspiracy theories in an effort to reduce feelings of uncertainty and discomfort. If anything, they can make things worse. Reading about conspiracy theories can make people feel less, not more, powerful and less certain. They can also increase feelings of delusionment." End quote. Conspiracy theories are also about power. 
Research also shows that people who feel powerless, such as those who have lost loved ones, jobs, and incomes as a result of COVID-19, may be more likely to be drawn to conspiracy theories as a way of reclaiming some sort of power inside of themselves. In a 2011 paper, the University of Miami political science professors Joseph Okinski and Joseph Parent suggest that vulnerable groups in a state of political powerlessness use the quote-unquote strategic logic of conspiracy theories to quote-unquote sharpen internal cohesion and focus attention on dangers. The same reasoning can be applied to the current situation, explains Professor Byford. Quote, in times of crisis, having some knowledge about the world is a currency of power and influence, end quote, he says. Quote, being seen by others as being in the know about what is going on and having some arcane knowledge that goes beyond the official explanations is an important generator of self-esteem. It creates a sense of importance and superiority. End quote. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking that subscribe button right now. Punchline is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support and continue to support the Instagram accounts as well at Hannah Flores, the poet, and for the podcast at Punchline Podcast. Please tell somebody about the show if you like what you hear, and let's get back to the regular scheduled programming. So with all of that being said, and getting some background information on why people are drawn to conspiracy theories, especially now more than ever, it's important to have mental clarity and to really fact check everything that you see. And there's an old saying that everybody knows, don't believe everything that you read on the internet, please don't do it. Fact check everything you see, even if you think it looks real or it looks like it could be a possibility. Fact check, fact check from multiple sources, credited sources, and don't just believe everything that you hear. So with all of that being said, here are four ways to talk to someone who believes in conspiracy theories. Although it's easy to laugh off people who believe 5G is spreading coronavirus, being empathetic and sensitive is important. Conspiracy theories can be emotional, rooted in feelings of resentment, despair, and disattachment with the world, which right now is a very scary place to be in. So one, be empathetic. Recognize the pain and confusion people are experiencing and that their conspiracy theory may be leading to more pain and confusion in and of itself. 2. Show respect. Strongly held beliefs are very difficult to challenge and change. Quote, Arguments are likely to be dismissed and the person is likely to close down further if arguments are too strong or hostile, says Douglas. Ridicule is also likely to be counterproductive because it is likely to make the person even more closed off and feel more marginalized. End quote. So, show respect. Even if you don't agree with the person's ideologies, maybe if you just respect their belief and you explain yours, then you can make them see a new perspective and um, open them up to new ideas and opinions. Three, appeal to critical thinking. Another strategy Douglas recommends is to approach the conversation on completely rational terms. Quote, many conspiracy believers view themselves as critical thinkers, so maybe try to turn this around on them, she says. For example, 
ask them to think critically about their sources of information. Are they credible? End quote. Four, be patient. A lack of evidence of a conspiracy is often taken by people as evidence of a cover-up. So be patient and challenge the facts while being sensitive to their arguments and also be prepared to fail in the process. Remember, those who believe in conspiracy theories don't always have a negative or sinister motive. Like anyone, they're just trying to make sense of a very confusing world. And especially with coronavirus and everything that's going on, they're trying to make sense of things and maybe they'll gravitate to something that makes sense to them, whether it's factually true or plausible or not. Um, I know that there's so many things out there on the internet, so just be careful about what you hear and what other people are posting about because not everything you see on the internet is true that is fact not everything you see or hear about on the internet is true not everything that people say is true so just be conscious of that and try to fact check everything so you can get the most credible and the right information the most correct information for yourself arm yourself with the right knowledge knowledge is power but it's pretty powerless if this knowledge comes from a place that has no substance, no credentials, and really isn't factually true. Well, it looks like you've beat me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thanks again for tuning in to another great episode. This show is streaming literally everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Play, everything that you can imagine. Please tell someone about the show. It is greatly appreciated. The support is amazing that I'm getting from everybody around the world for this show. My audience is still growing, and I'm excited to keep bringing content to you guys every single day or every single week month however often that you listen to this show bringing on more guests i have another guest coming on very soon and another one next week so i'm very excited for that and um yeah i hope you guys are all staying safe and staying well staying hopeful even amongst all of the stuff that's going on in our world and that you're seeking out information to try to get a better understanding of it from credible sources of information. Please underline the word credible. I cannot stress that enough. And um, I hope that you continue to share the show. Tell somebody about it. If you like what you hear, it is greatly appreciated. And also, don't forget to follow up the Instagram accounts at Punchline Podcast and at Hannah Flores the Poet for more information, constant updates, and behind the scenes. And with all that, that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and have a great day.